0: you've got it tuned to the rendezvous
1: Bonsoir welcome to the rendezvous I'm Simon Marcel the accent if it's the first time you join the show is French français the, by the city and I come from the city of love Paris we talk love we talk relationships it's like sugar and spice that's the recipe of the rendezvous the sugar are you love story the spice are the problems the difficulties you're facing that we're all facing and the sugar you love stories so for instance to start the show very softly and very nicely if you have a love story you want to share with me just call me now and share it with us 855-905-8255 we all need sweetness i love sweetness sweet stories when you have one you call me 855-905-8255 bonjour lorraine
2: Oh, bonjour, Simon. How are you?
1: Good, good. Uh, Lorraine, welcome to The Rendezvous. You said you had a romantic story to share with us tonight.
2: I do, and honestly, I can't even believe that it really all came true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I hope it inspires other people to hang in there. Go ahead. Okay, well, so about five years ago, um, I had started dating a co-worker right out of a relationship, and... Um, And I really fell for him and I told him that I loved him and he couldn't say it back to me. And so the relationship ended and I moved on and uh, he moved away. But the whole time, I I even got engaged to somebody else at one point. And uh, the whole, yeah, and and the whole time though, I kept thinking, this isn't right. And I just didn't really feel like this, this other guy was out of my life. And I ended up not getting married. I I broke the engagement because I knew I wasn't really in it. Mm -hmm. And within a week of that, word got back to my old coworker that I had broken the engagement and he reached out to me Mm -hmm. and then flew out from where he was to me, which was across the country, to surprise me and take me out to dinner and told me that he wasn't ready when I told him that I had loved him, but that he realized over the last, five years that he actually loves me too I'm the only person he's ever loved and we have been together ever since
1: (laughs) this is a great story this you know it's a great sweet story and it shows how much timing is important as always I've always said time is on the side of true love and sometimes you have to wait. And that just illustrates my point. Thank you so much for sharing that story. I'm happy for you, for him. And that shows, you know, like, remember, respect the timing when it comes to love. So important. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Then have a good night, Lauren.
2: You too.
1: Bye-bye. I mean, timing in relationships is so, so important. Let's talk about it next. You're listening to The Rendezvous. Bonsoir. I just spoke to Lauren, who we reconnected five years later with her true love, and now they're together. And I said something, and I mean it. Timing is the essence of true love. So meaning sometimes we are impatient. I'm the king of that. I'm guilty of that. Sometimes we go too fast. Sometimes we go just too slow. Sometimes we don't realize that the clock of love is not a generic clock like the clock of time. It's just this clock we have, the two of us, together. And if you respect this clock of love that is just yours, like a handmade clock for yours, for instance, when to say I love you, you're the only one who can feel that, when to hold hands, uh, when to take a little distance, when to get closer. The timing of love is this unique, beautiful clock that just the two of you have together, and it doesn't work with other people. So respect always the timing of love. And you want to know how I know that? Because I screwed it up big time. And I'm going to tell you what I did next. So stay with me. So this is the time where I confess. You know, usually I do it on my podcast, like confession, but I'm going to do a little confessing about how many times I screwed up the timing in my love life. First time ever <laughs> with my first first girlfriend, Christabel. You know, I didn't know when it was time to kiss. You know, I've never kissed anybody before, I was 13. And then I remember waiting and getting almost like sweaty. I was so worried about when to kiss her. And then I was so worried that I said, can I kiss you now? Thank God she said yes. But, you know, it was not the right romantic way to do it. And another thing that come on later on with social media and with texting is like, how long should you really wait before you answer somebody's text, a DM and anything of this? I did it all. And I've always said on this show, don't do like me, do better than me. So respect the time and the clock of love and new relationships. 855-905-8255. You call that next. Bonsoir. When you have a question about your relationship, don't know what to do, just dial. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tamara.
3: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Tamara. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is going on?
3: Okay, so I'm in a time in my life where I don't have really any friends. Mm-hmm. So I just, talk to my boyfriend a lot. I tell him all of my problems. And when I'm stressed out, I'm constantly going to him. And I just want to know, in your opinion, is it unfair for me to just be dumping all of my uh, frustrations on him and having him act as my therapist? Do you think that's going to damage our relationship? What do you think?
1: That's a great question. So it's mostly about what's going on in the here and now and your frustration today, or do you go into deep conversation about, you know, your childhood or stuff that are very heavy? It's just little casual conversations. What what do we mean? Oh,
3: so it's everything. Um, It's, you know, when I'm upset about work, I talk to him about it. And, you know, sometimes I have like, life crises and i'm just honestly thinking about like why am i here on this planet you know oh. what does everything mean and i'll talk to him about that too and i feel like that's just weighing down on him so, so the, is that wrong
1: so here's the thing um, to answer that question how is your romantic uh, together is the ulala well everything or do, so is the chemistry and fluid and you guys have a wonderful chemistry still
3: i mean we did but i think that now it's just it's getting tough he it tells me that He'd rather I find a girlfriend to talk to and tell somebody else these things. I just don't have yeah. that person in my life. Um, so far, he's such a nice guy. like He's been able to handle it, but I don't know if he's going to be able to do that forever.
1: No, he, he, he will not. Uh, here's the thing. It's totally normal to support each other uh, and the ups and downs of life, but to protect the intimacy, the space together, you've got to keep it you know, protected from all the, the stress from the everyday life. And so he's right when you say you have to find a girlfriend or a friend. And it's maybe you go join a group or do an activity or a sport or it's working out. But you got to find other people to talk to. Because if I was your boyfriend, there's so much I can hear. And I love you and I want to be there for you. But we're not each other's shrink. And I love your intuition. You said, I feel like sometimes he's my therapist. If you feel that's the case, that is the case. Because women's intuition is 100% right on. So... um, with time, and I love that you you just talk to him. So listen, maybe I'm uh, I've done that. I'm I'm sorry, and then you say you know uh, I love how much you support me and all that, by the way. And I'm working on getting new friends, um, mm-hmm. and and you go from there.
3: Yeah, thank you. No, I'll you, try to do that.
1: Thank you so much. Good luck to you and good luck to him. I think you're on the right path. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good night. I just got a DM on my Instagram at the rendezvous show. Somebody has to choose between their best friend and their partner. What do you do? I'll tell you that next. Simon Marcel, bonsoir. I've got great news. The rendezvous twenty four seven is available for you. So if you can't call me or even email me, just send me a DM at my Instagram at the rendezvous show. Uh, Trisha, what do we have?
2: All right. So this is a Instagram DM that says my girlfriend hates my best friend and she gave me an ultimatum. I either have to choose her or him. I admit he's obnoxious, but we've been friends since high school and I've only been with her for six months. He never really did anything to her. She just hates him.
1: What do I do? So if you have to choose between your best friend and your partner, what do you do? I'll tell you that next. So if you're in a new relationship, just six months old, and your girlfriend hates your best friend and tells you it's either you get rid of him or I'm getting rid of you, what do you do? I just got this DM at The Rendezvous Show on my Instagram. Basically, here's what I would do. If my best friend has done nothing against you, if my best friend is just a a, a nice guy and you're just being, I think, unkind and not respecting me, well, you're going to have to go. I think we all have the right to have a best friend. It's a good thing. It's a healthy thing have a best friend and i respect that i respect your best friend respect my best friend it's an extension of my life in a way my best friend so there's no reason to accept this ultimatum um the girlfriend would have to go and i would keep my best friend and choose somebody who would accept me and my friend that would be my answer to you and if you have a question 855-905-8255 call me now if you have a doubt about something in your love life don't doubt anymore Just call me, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tyler. Uh,
0: Bonjour, Simon. Uh, Bonjour. How's it
1: going? Good. Uh, What's going on?
0: So my wife uh, doesn't want any uh, electronics, any phones in in the bedroom, but I have a hard time sleeping. So sometimes it helps me to just, you know, unwind and read a few articles before bed. But she doesn't want to have anything in the room. We don't have any TVs or computers or anything.
1: Wow. Okay. So basically you want to keep the phone on. She says you got to get rid of the phone.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've even tried. I had her, you know, she wears a sleep mask so that the light doesn't bother her, but she says it's still kind of, she thinks it's distracting.
1: Okay. What do you think would be a fair compromise?
0: Um, I don't know. I mean, I put, (laughs) I feel like I don't want to have to, like, take anything to have to go to sleep. I have it on all the way low on the brightness. I have it on, like, nighttime mode so it doesn't make any noises or anything. Do not disturb. Mm -hmm. Um... I just think maybe she should wear some earplugs and or, I don't know.
1: Or maybe it's not about the phone. It's about the lack of attention. That It's like she talks about the phone because your attention is only focused on the phone and not on her, maybe. I mean,
0: maybe. It's just, you know, Because usually I just want to go to sleep, you know, <laughs> have I know. a long day at work.
1: So instead of looking at your phone, maybe you guys... Talk about something or talk about something you read, something interesting. I just want to see if it's about the attention or not, that she feels left out and lonely while you look at your phone and she has things to say about it. So I would open this conversation and just uh, put your phone down and talk to her about different things or even chit chat, something funny before you go to sleep. And then maybe it's going to help you fall asleep and maybe it's going to keep her in the good mood and she can fall asleep without being aggravated.
0: Maybe, yeah. I mean, it's worth a shot.
1: I think it's about that. I think it's about the attention. Well,
0: cool, yeah. I mean, I didn't even think of that. I really thought it was she was so focused on the phone that I thought that's what it was about.
1: No, no. I think it's about she wants more attention from you. Tyler, that's what it is about. So give it to her. Have a good night and uh, thank you for calling. All right. Thank you so much. Yes. Good luck to you. Thanks. Lack of attention. I'm going to share with you the signs that are hidden in our relationships where we should remember it's all about the lack of attention. That's next on The Rendezvous. Simon, Marcel, bonsoir. Lack of attention. You know, maybe that's why I do radio, for your attention. <laughs> and uh, Maybe, maybe, you know, subconsciously somewhere I need all the attention. Anyway, we all need attention. Since we are babies to adults to you know, grandparents, everybody needs attention. There's really two types of attentions. The emotional and intellectual. I'll give you an example. If I go to dinner with my girlfriend, and she's spending more time talking to all my friends and her friends and no time with me. After a while, shame on me, I'll admit it, I'll say, either, oh my God, I'm tired. Isn't that boring a little bit? Or try to regroup the attention to me, right? But all I really want is my girlfriend to spend a bit more time on me. But I'm so proud of, and I would not dare say it. So that's the like emotional, intellectual kind of attention. The second, lack of attention is the, in the ooh departments. So stay with me. I'm going to tell you how we should all express what we want instead of pretending. That's next. What do you miss the most? The lack of attention with your partner from conversations and, and paying attention to what you wear, what you do, uh, what you're saying, or lack of attention in the ulala department, right? So that ooh department is huge, huge, because honestly, if you think of it, if your partner doesn't pay attention to you in the ooh department, how long can you pretend it's just good? Not so long. And if you have to pretend, then it's even longer and more boring. So speak up. You know, the one thing we can all do, and you know, I've learned that over the years, is not wait until it's unbearable. Because lack of attention can become unbearable. Because with that wonderful ooh and lack of attention, we're going downhill. And by the way, if you're in lack of attention and you have a question, just call me now. You'll have all my attention. 855-905-8255. There is one phone number you have to keep in mind when you have a question about your relationship. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kendra.
3: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Kendra. What is going on? How can I help you?
3: Well, I'm working with this man mm-hmm. who's a bit younger and I never thought about the possibility mm-hmm. of us being involved because I didn't know that he would ever be interested but lately I'm feeling like there he may be interested. I'm sort of getting a certain vibe.
1: Uh-huh. And how, what are the, the signs of that you've perceived or your intuition felt? Any signs you can share with me?
3: Well, I was going to this event and i mentioned it to him and he showed up at the event and that's what made me think, oh, because he went out of his way to do that, you that,
1: know? So that's a very good sign. I like that sign. Uh, I, listen, here's, here's what I would do. Uh, you have to find a way to be alone with him uh, outside of work, obviously. Uh, you guys go to uh, a dinner. You guys go to a movie. You guys go to a concert. And here's the thing. There's a way with the way you look that you can smile at him in a way he'll get the message. And if he doesn't get the message because he's too shy – you just touch his shoulder for just a second too long. All of us men in the universe know that when a woman starts touching our arms or a shoulder just a slight le- second too long, that's oh. because you are into us. That slight second too long is a signal that, hey, I'm kind of into you a little bit. So that's what you do, okay?
3: Oh okay. But then what if what if I was wrong? What if he's not?
1: Well listen, if he doesn't after all that couple of dinners and you touching his shoulders or his is many times, he doesn't get then he's not into you and it's okay, you know, you you take a dare on life. But I don't think it's the case. I think he's into you big time.
3: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try it. I'll okay. try
1: it. Smoothly, smoothly but surely.
3: Okay. All well, right, Kendra.
1: You. Good luck to you.
3: Thank you so much.
1: You welcome. Have a good night.
3: You too.
1: Bye bye. Bye. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Thank you so much. I know it's late tonight and you're still with me. And thank you for that. Thank you for listening. I want to say, you know, a personal note that every time I drive home or or take a a cab home and I remember the stories, I remember your love stories, I I remember the questions. It It just, I'm really appreciative for that. I'm really appreciative of you calling me and sharing your best and also the difficult things and every time I know that things are going better because of those calls I just, I just feel good so I'm grateful to you for, for all of that um, also if you like the rendezvous don't miss the rest Which is on the podcast called La Confession on our Heart Radio app. We have some great, great discussions, such as what makes someone bad in bed? Have you ever wondered? You want to know what we think. Just check out La Confession. I'll be back tomorrow night. So, bonne nuit les petits, as we say in Paris. The
2: Rendezvous Show.